Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. The Adventure Jogger, a podcast about trail and ultra running. Meet fascinating runners from the front, middle, and back of the pack, sharing inspiring and funny stories about life and running. Running should be fun, and so should running podcasts. I'm your host, Ryan Pluckelman, and this is The Adventure Jogger. We are going to make history on this episode of The Adventure Jogger. I have not seen this story covered anywhere else. I don't know how the rest of the running world missed this story, but a huge story coming out of the Boston Marathon, an ultra runner from South Carolina, I believe has come has become the very first woman to run two Bostons on the same pregnancy. Now, do the math in your head. How does that all work out? Well, COVID cancellations and reschedulings. The, the woman, the runner in question, the first runner to ever run two Boston marathons on the same pregnancy. I believe she has still not had that baby. Maybe we'll get a third Boston out of her. From South Carolina, Amanda Ionello Collins is my guest on the Adventure Jogger. Welcome, Amanda. Thank you. I can imagine you are ready for that baby to get out. Well, we, I was, uh, so I'm originally from New York and so live in South Carolina now, and I was hoping to, uh, to have a northern baby after Boston, but it doesn't look like she's ready yet to come out. <laughs> <laughs> how, how far along are you at this point? Uh, I am 37 weeks. So you ran Boston at 36 weeks. Yes, yes. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm 30. I ran it at 35 weeks. So I'm 36 weeks now. So okay, yes. got it. Yes. Right, no one's going to hold, yes. no <laughs> hold you in any math. Pregnancy brain, yes. we, we certainly <laughs> yeah, understand. Um, this is interesting because of you, you weren't planning on running Boston pregnant twice. Things happened. Boston got moved last year. And, right. and 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 you had to kind of make a decision. How did how did it all go from when Boston got postponed last year to you showing up at the starting line with running for two and then <laughs> ending up in this year as well? Yes. Yeah, so um, I ran it in October. I was eight weeks pregnant and uh, had just come off uh, out of Wasatch Hundred, um, and I did not finish that race, but ran that at four weeks for about 50 miles mm -hmm. um and then ran boston and it kind of hit me that if i could if i could get into boston again i would still be eight months pregnant and of course nobody thought that was a good idea so <laughs> <laughs> to me it seemed like a perfectly good idea um and my husband actually had said i mentioned it to him and he said well you think nobody else has run boston when they're pregnant i said no i think there's probably other pregnant people running in october but they're probably not stupid enough to run it again in April. <laughs> so <laughs> that was, uh, and, and I'm not unfortunately, so congratulations to her, but there was one other woman who was four weeks pregnant in October and finished 
again in April. So there were actually two of us in the stork division. Okay, so... <laughs> So that woman wouldn't return my calls, so she doesn't count. Um, yeah. <laughs> how well, and she okay. was thirty-two weeks pregnant, and I beat her time. So no. <laughs> oh really? A finish is a finish. No, no. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, Amanda. We're not going to glance over that. Um, Amanda, you were farther along than her, and you beat her time-wise. Very, by very. She finished, I believe, in four nineteen, and I was four thirteen. So. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty even. <laughs> so, let's go back to the first Boston. Boston in October. You're eight weeks pregnant at this deal. You just came off a Wasatch DNF where you had to to call it quits at at mile fifty. Was there a concern about, you know what, maybe Boston's not a good idea. Maybe I need to dial back the running a bit because was it was it the, the pregnancy that caused the DNF at Wasatch? Uh, no, it wasn't. Um, I had I'd gone out with a couple other uh, buddies to go running it. Um, mm-hmm. It was me and three other guys that I run with. And we actually all ended up dropping out, um, two of us at at mile 50 ish and the other at mile 60, I believe. Um, and, and a couple of us, you know, we, there's always that afterthought of, uh, we did have, we just should have like, there's no reason we should have kept going. We were all kicking ourselves for that. Um, but then at Boston, uh, and especially, so I actually had a miscarriage earlier last year. And so I kind of was dialing back on running anyway, but, um, decided to do Boston at eight weeks, just super easy. So, I think I actually beat my time at 35 weeks that I did running it at eight weeks. <laughs> so I think my, I'm pretty sure my time this April beat my October time. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, and this April, it really was playing it by ear. So obviously you never know how something like that is going to turn out. But um, I had originally gone in planning to do like four to one intervals and just run it super easy. And felt great when we got out there so we we just went stuck with running whenever we could so yeah so have you ran through pregnancies before amanda or was this the first time that you've ran from the moment you got the little pregnancy test where you were either crying or or cheering you never know (laughs) uh to this close to the end this is my first pregnancy so yeah oh wow I don't have a comparison. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's kind of break that down for a minute because it's something that's not talked about an awful lot, but it's something oh, yeah. that that runners have to deal with. You you know you want to start a family, but you want to continue this yeah. hobby, this thing that keeps you sane, and you, you oh, find yeah. joy <laughs> from. Take us back that that eight week the eight week Boston was it was it very noticeable at all how that pregnancy was affecting your running at that point. Not really, I would say. Um, really just some overall fatigue um, in the day-to-day life, but as far as running goes, not really much of a difference. Um, of course, just not pushing things as hard as I normally would or, or anything like that. But other than that, physically, I didn't notice a whole lot of difference. Yeah. At what point along the journey did you go like, oh, okay, well, this is gonna this is changing my running? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Probably, and I've had luckily a really easy pregnancy. Yeah. Um, from what I hear, um, but it 
I mean, even running Boston in April, I've told a lot of people like, I don't feel like I've got a huge gut. Like, I don't know. Like I look down and it's there, <laughs> but I'm not super off kilter. I'm not really unbalanced. So um, I guess the, this is uh, just, it is what it is, but the biggest difference in running is just having to pee all the time. You know? So um, my walk breaks essentially in Boston were all my porta potty breaks. <laughs> When did, at what point in the pregnancy did you notice like okay I'm I'm stopping a heck of a lot more? Um, probably about month four or five ish. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, the, the, before you were worried about you know getting all the runs in in time. This time you're just like, are there enough bathrooms along this course yeah. that I can make it this was, happen? It took a lot of planning to figure out where my runs were going to be. It was a lot of short loops where I could circle back to a bathroom very often. <laughs> <laughs> so training-wise, how do you, you – because, you know, Boston, you want to respect the fact that it is such an elite event. And if you get a spot in Boston, you know, much like people that get into Western states, there's that pressure on you that there are lots of people trying to get into this event. I've got a slot. I can't slack – and disrespect yeah. this slot, knowing that there's thousands that would love to have this. How did yeah. you approach training for, for Boston number two, knowing that at that point, you're going to be 35 weeks pregnant. You are going to be, you know, having to pee all the time. It is going to be a different running game. But also, you've never experienced this before. This is your first time running while while pregnant. How did you approach the training for Boston number two. Um, I So I didn't get in many of the typical long runs that you would training, yeah. uh, but I kind of approached it the same as I do ultra marathons. I mean, I technically don't get enough long runs in for ultra marathons <laughs> too. You know? um, I, may, I mean, my marathons are training for me for ultras for right. 100 mile races, 50 mile races. So, um, I had gotten in a couple 12 ish mile days. Um, and, uh, we, I actually ran the cherry blossom 10 miler in DC the two weeks before Boston. So that was kind of a trial to see, you know, if I'm not doing intervals, let's just see how a race situation kind of goes. And that went really well. Um, so it, uh, I mean, my, and Boston for me, I don't know if if you've ever run Boston or whoever has run Boston out there, but in it you're absolutely right. It's it's an honor to run Boston. I love it every show collab race. Um mm-hmm. and I just try to take in I've I've raced it one year, like a really trained and raced it hard one year. Um, but for me it's more of a taking the crowd, taking all the runners around you. Um, it's like I said, just kind of a victory lap race. And like I got here, I worked hard to get here and, and this is like a big celebration. So that was, that was kind of my, my approach to it. So take us back to that moment when you talk to your doctor about your plans to do a one pregnancy, two Boston's the Boston double during one pregnancy we know doctors some of them that you know it's hard to find a doctor that really embraces running and when you do find one it's a great it's a great it is a great uh, thing to have because a lot of times they ruin your knees do something else what was your doctor's advice 
when you told your doctor about your plans for the the double Boston? Um, so I kind of cheated a little. Um, my OB is actually married to the gentleman who owns the running store in Greenville. <laughs> so I, uh, I thought I may have had him in. Not that that's why I chose her as an OB. She is a fantastic doctor. But um, I know the owner of the running store and I knew his, his wife was in the OB field. Um, and so I reached out to her and she, she was okay with it. She said, you know, as long as you don't really see a problem with it. And, um, I've seen several providers in their practice and one of them apparently is a, a big runner himself. And I saw him probably a month ago. And so I went in for the appointment and he, um, he actually started the appointment. He said, you know, well, how are you in such good shape? Do you eat really well or do you just excessively exercise? And I was like, well, I certainly don't eat well, but <laughs> I also, I mean, I'm not an over-exerciser now, but, um, you know, I'm running Boston a couple weeks, so I've been running a decent amount. And he, said, and he just sat down in his chair and he put his leg up and put his hand behind his head and he just sat there and talked to me about running for a while. And he's like, oh, you're the one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny, Amanda. You could call, most ultra runners could call their biography, I certainly don't eat well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's, and he had, he had asked me said, at one point, he said, you know, are you having any issues? And I said, really? I'm just some reflux. And he, and he said, oh, well, you know, what are you taking for? And I said, well, you know, self-medicating with uh, milkshakes usually. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's done, I eat milkshake. It's, it's okay. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny. We've talked before numerous times about the difference between ultra runners and just road runners and the, the approach can be so scientific and methodical with road runners more often than it is with, with ultra runners. You didn't change much at all because I think <laughs> you just throw some milkshakes in there every once in a while. It's like, you know, we run we run to eat like garbage. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. I, I think I definitely have more of a trail runner's approach to road running for sure. Um, <laughs> I, I do not follow a whole lot of training plans and, and that kind of thing, which I completely appreciate from Roadrunners, but it's just not my style. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it, is, it is interesting to talk about style of running and approach and how you probably have a very solid base set of miles. Um, just mm -hmm. in you, you know, and, and training for so many years and running ultras for as many years as you have, you probably just have this great base level of fitness you can tap into when you need to go deeper and, and longer. But when you're just in a situation where maybe, you know, you have to dial the miles back a bit because of because of the, the, the pregnancy, but you still have that incredible base that can help you, you know, run a decent Boston Marathon at 35 weeks pregnant. Yeah. And, you know, other than running, I, I like to say pretty active mm -hmm. anyway in day to day life. And and I've always I, I don't even know where I heard it, but I've always heard the and I think it's for ultra running is just time on your feet is huge for training. And so, I mean, around the house, I'm on my feet at work. I'm on my feet as much as I can. Um, I, even like miles walking, you know, that's still a couple hours on your feet. And um, I mean, I built a fence or at the house and at like week 30 of pregnancy. So <laughs> it's just whatever, whatever I can be on my feet and moving and, and being physical, I think makes a difference. What would you tell someone, a, a woman who is a runner just found out 
they're pregnant. What heads up advice would you give to the expecting runner? Uh, I mean, I would really just say, you know, read your body. I think everyone's different and I don't think there's any kind of rule. I mean, I've got really good friends who are runners and they said, you know, after five months, I just, I could not run anymore. It was too painful. And, um, but if, if however active you can be, um, I think is great. And, uh, I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's, it's good advice to just to trust your body and to listen yeah. to yourself. You're right. Cause we're all, I've said it a million times yeah. on this podcast. We're all an experiment of one. And yeah. so knowing what works for Amanda may not work for you, but just listening to your body and, and making sure that you get the rest you need. I'm sure you probably found yourself more tired after, after, a, after a longer run, maybe than you usually were. Um, not, not noticeably, I wouldn't say. Um, and I, I don't know. I also, I, I guess I have a high pain tolerance or it's just stupidity. One of the two. <laughs> um, but I, uh, and I, I push through a lot of pain. I don't know a whole lot of physical ailments, a whole lot. Like if I got a broken bone, that's, that's one thing. Um, but sore legs are, I mean, and I was, I was sore for about a day after Boston, just because I really hadn't done 18, 20 mile runs like I normally would before a marathon. But, mm. um, I think sore legs for one day really isn't too bad for not great training it with your, with your pain <laughs> and, threshold, Amanda, you're going to go through this delivery process. And you're gonna be like, what is this here? <laughs> the kid's here already. Really? <laughs> We're done. done. (laughs) (laughs) I will say I have found just with my wife, because my wife had really quick pregnancies. She, she exercised throughout her entire pregnancies. And so she had like our first one was six hours. Our second one was four hours. And our third one was two hours. And so like her combined three deliveries were quicker than some people's just one. And I found that when moms are sitting around, talking about their delivery labor and delivery process they kind of give you a look if you go through it you know it doesn't have too much pain and it goes quick they kind of like yeah shut up you know it's yeah. kinda, <laughs> right? like, like yeah, you can't share a story here you got people talking about 24 yeah. hours worth of labor and you're coming in with your measly six hours and it wasn't painful it's kind of like you know like like walmsley couldn't couldn't enter a conversation about a long like if he had a rough Western States and some guys like, oh man, I finished 29 hours, 59 minutes. He couldn't come in and be like, oh yeah, dude, I finished in 15 hours and it was a slow year for <laughs> yeah. me. It was, it was rough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Dying to know. Here you are. You're, you're, you know, you've, you've enjoyed running for a good long time. Yes. Experienced ultra runner run Boston eight weeks, run Boston again, 35 weeks. This baby has experienced a lot in the womb of the running world. You know, this baby's experienced Boston twice. Most of us will never experience it once. Are you thinking of a name that ties into running slash Boston? Uh, Well, so I actually ran Boston with a friend of mine, Jeanette, and as we were going through the different cities along the course, we were saying, Oh, Wellesley Collins. Oh, uh, wherever Collins. And we were trying to see it like along the way, what, what fits well. Um, 
And my husband at one point had said, you know, maybe we should name her Mary Ton or something like that. <laughs> so like a marathon or something. Really <laughs> let's, let's probably not do that because <laughs> it would be my luck. I'd name her something running related and she absolutely hates running. That's true. I would stay away from like lactic acid Collins. I think right. that's probably. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she may hate me for that. <laughs> <laughs> you get, get kids made fun of a lot at school. Look at lactic acid over here. I want to go and talk to lact, <laughs> lactic acid Collins. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when did you find this woman, this other woman, who was the who, the double pregnancy or the, the pregnancy with the double Boston? Well, yeah, double, double Boston. Um, yeah. She, so someone... I, I guess the Boston Marathon had like tweeted about her or something else. And both my husband and a couple friends had like commented, seen it and commented right away. Like she's not the only one. Yeah. (laughs) This girl ran it for five weeks. And, um, and I do, I've, I've been meaning to reach out to her and congratulate her. Um, I just haven't gotten around to that yet, but it's, uh, I mean, super congratulations to her as well. Um, I mean, that's, that's, so there's two of us. Right. Did so it's still a, a pretty Oh, it's a small group. It really is. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very small group. There's two of you. Did did Boston <laughs> did Boston's uh, contact you about about this? Mm-mm. No, they haven't yet. Um and maybe they will, maybe they won't. We had tagged them and and I had emailed them early on in the pregnancy that 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 was my plan and and whatnot. But we'll see. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. Now it's a race to see who has the but baby I, first. What's that? Now it's a race to yeah, see who has the baby first. The baby first. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to recommend that they start a stork division. I mean, I think that's only fair. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Do, do you think they should should they modify qualifying times? You think for 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 expecting runners? I don't know. No, I, I probably wouldn't go that far, but. Um, it's because I mean, really, if you qualify before, well, I don't know. I guess you could qualify not pregnant or run it pregnant. It's it would be hard to to figure that all in. They probably could figure it out though. Yeah, for sure. They they, they have some sort, <laughs> yeah. and then they can make money on. They'll be good to go. Right. I just hope, yeah. please, if if the Boston Marathon folks are listening, please find this other woman. But please also send Amanda a yellow Boston onesie with a finisher's medal for the baby. Right. Can, right. We, can we at least get those two things? A little Boston onesie and a nice little finishing medal for for the baby. I think it'd be, that's the least they could do. I did the math one year. The Boston Athletic Club's doing fine. They're not going to go broke anytime soon. Let's go ahead and make that happen. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I tried to get a second medal for her at the finish line, but that's a strict rule. No, <laughs> I tried to get her her own. <laughs> that's great. That's fantastic. So here you are now, 36 weeks. So it's it's four. anytime between now and four weeks is go yeah. time. Have you have yeah. you stopped running? Have you decided that you're going to run all the way up to up to the good to the to the due date or are you are you taking a break what do, what's your running life like now no i've still been running. i think um two maybe two or three days ago i did 11 miles uh with my mother um mm-hmm. <laughs> and we've been doing five or six miles a day most days so I, i'll just do it as long as i can we've um 
when I'm at home, I started a, or we started a running group and we meet every Tuesday and run. So, um, I'll do that just as long as I can. And the one thing that I think it was probably the first item on my registry was a running stroller. (laughs) And so (laughs) it's uh, one that transitions infant to toddler. So I'm all set and we'll be picking it up as as soon as I can afterwards too. Yeah, because you gotta get that you gotta get that rear facing car seat first, a little car carrier yes. that you hold them in. You can place that in the stroller. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> and push there. I have seen, yeah. by the way, I've seen women that'll push like triple strollers at yeah. races. Yeah. And that's that a triple stroller is no joke, because usually one of the kids is not tiny in a triple stroller. Uh-huh. You know? So Yeah. That one stroller, one kid in the stroller, you'll be doing just fine. Oh yeah, it'll make yeah, you faster. All, yeah, oh yeah, I've um already been looking for a marathon for this fall because I I just want to get right back to it. Get I've already signed up for a fifteen k. I think six weeks after the <laughs> after the baby and so or after the due date. Anyway, we'll see what happens. But yeah, looking forward to not missing out too much time. How far? We'll see how it goes, though. You yeah. never know. You, you, you never know. <laughs> yeah. How far do you think you'd go pushing a stroller? Um, I mean, I would try a marathon pushing a stroller. Because <laughs> that would be boy, wouldn't that be a, a <laughs> the thing with ultras is really just. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I, I I would try an ultra with a stroller, but it's just that most of them are on trail, so that would be that would be a little rocky. I think. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I wouldn't be afraid to attempt a marathon on a, with a stroller. Wouldn't that be a sweetest finish ever, though, if you did Boston a third time next year pushing a stroller? Yeah. <laughs> but I have a feeling yeah, that I, the hardcore Boston people, allow, yeah, that you yeah. show up with a stroller to Boston people like, get get off the course. Yeah. Get off. Yeah. The, they'd be chasing you like uh, they chased that woman the first year she ran. Like, get, get off yeah, the course. Right. <laughs> rip the bib off <laughs> right 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 exactly exactly so all right we know that you've got plans for for uh you know running a marathon again in fall which is mm-hmm. great what else what else are you planning because this is this is big this is big time this congratulations on this you've got you know five week four weeks left as of the recording of this this episode yeah. before <laughs> before baby time how are you how are you feeling about being a mom, this is your first. You're you're a yeah. mom in four weeks. How how is that stress? It's a lot. To, I'm processing that for sure. Um, it's uh, it makes you nervous, of course, because you don't want to you, know, you don't want to screw up a kid, and <laughs> <laughs> at the same time, your life completely changes. So, um, it's you know just kind of taking it day by day um trying not to worry too much about a whole lot of things and being as ready as possible um and I, i've had numerous numerous people ask me oh are, do you have everything you need are you ready and so, you know 50 years ago or 100 years ago they had a whole lot less stuff than we have now so <laughs> i've got the essentials we'll make the rest work and figure it out as we go so i like that attitude <laughs> that, that's an ultra mom attitude i got the essentials <laughs> I got what yeah. I will figure out the rest as we go. Who needs a plan? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it'll all be fine. It'll be fine. Um, one <laughs> yeah. thing, a little piece of advice that I could, that I could give you would oh, be, yeah. you will have a moment. You might, maybe you won't because you're, you're Amanda. I mean, you're, you're you know, you're, you're crushing Boston's while you're pregnant and you're just <laughs> rolling along. 
if you have that moment where you're, you're you know, they, they're letting you out. They're like, okay, guess what? Baby's going home. You're like, that's it? Like, I thought I'd get here for three or four days. Like, nope, you're a day and a half. Get out. <laughs> and it's that moment where you, you, you leave the comfort of the hospital and the nurses taking care of everything. And you load that kid up in the, in the car and drive, drive the kid home. Um, first of all, that'll be the best you've ever seen your husband drive in his entire life. He will drive <laughs> like a fifth, like a 16 year old taking his driver's test. It is going to be the best driving of his life. Won't exceed the speed limit. But if you have that thought of, oh my God, I can't believe they're just letting me go home with this thing. You know, like, like the, they didn't even, t- seriously, they're giving me this thing. I, I have no idea what to expect or what to do. Just know that yeah. you, like millions of other people have had that thought. I remember thinking that we drove my oldest home from the hospital. I'm like, really? They're letting us take this thing home now? Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll probably think, you know, they probably haven't listened to my podcast at all. Because, <laughs> that, uh, they will certainly question my decision. <laughs> right. If this exactly. episode, not <laughs> right. If this episode gets in the maternity ward where you're at, they're yeah. going to say, you know, let's give her a couple more days, a couple yeah. more days, make sure she has all everything. Like, <laughs> yeah. she can possibly- all the consult real quick. <laughs> <laughs> No, but ser- but all seriousness, I I've often you know my kids are getting older. I've, my oldest is twenty, my youngest is fifteen. You know, and, and and parenting is fun in every single stage. I mean, it's fun when they're babies because they yeah. need you for everything, and then as they get older, yeah. they need you for less and less. But they still need you for for certain other things. But I always think that if if you worry about, are, am I making the right decision? I think that's half the battle. The fact that you care enough to worry about. Am I doing this right? I think speaks volumes about about you as a parent. And I think as long as you kind of roll with that, you'll be okay. Yeah, I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Fingers crossed for sure. (laughs) Exactly. Now, have you worked it out with your husband yet about when you decide to get back into ultras, he's going to have to be on dad duty. Like, listen, buddy, you better start paying attention because I'm not going to, there's times when you're going to have to change diapers for for a 24-hour period because I'm out running. Yeah. Uh, well, and I usually travel kind of with crowds anyway for ultras. I've got a core group of yeah. folks that we run with. And so we, and it's usually a couple guys that I run with, but their wives all are usually present too. So Neil will probably have some support here and there, <laughs> but um, I plan on going back to work too. So, I mean, he'll have to, <laughs> even without running, it's, there will be some diapers. <laughs> <laughs> right. Boy, there, there are who get a diaper genie. I'm telling you right now, the, the biggest uh, thing you can get that is worth the money is one of those diaper genie things. Cause uh, those diaper pails can stink after a while. And you know, you, oh, yeah. and you don't notice it too. Cause you're in the house and you're like, I don't know. And then you step out for a while, yeah. you come back you're like, Oh my God, what died in here? <laughs> yes. We, we have got one of those. <laughs> Good. That is- Yes. <laughs> very, very, very good. Amanda Ionello Collins, one of the two. I thought she was the only one. I was corrected. One of the two women to do Boston twice on the same pregnancy. I'm not sure if the other runner is an ultra runner, but I am sure that Amanda is. And I am sure, Amanda, that you are going to be a wonderful mom. And I wish you nothing but uh, a smooth pain-free delivery but honestly you wouldn't even know if there's pain in there anyway you'd be like what is it what is this supposed to hurt is this hurting now <laughs> knowing you 
<laughs> you call this pain? No. <laughs> right. I can see. Twenty nine. Right. You're gonna be. You're gonna be in the in the in the nur- in the uh, in the delivery room, and he's going. You're gonna feel some pain right now, and you're gonna. Oh, you want to talk about pain? I want to tell you about mile ninety at this race. Now that Let was me pain. Tell you about this race. <laughs> 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 Amanda Ionello Collins, thank you for joining us and sharing this story yeah, on the Adventure Jogger. Uh, thank you for By the way, adventurejogger.com. Yes. You can go check thank out. You for me. It's great having you on. Always fun talking to you. Adventurejogger.com. Go check it out. If you want to check out back episodes, there's we don't have onesies yet. We should get onesies, but we have jogging pants. You can check those out. We are 100% listener supported. You can make a monthly pledge on our Patreon page. Just search The Adventure Jogger on Patreon or go to theadventurejogger.com. Join the community on Facebook and Instagram by searching The Adventure Jogger. And subscribe to The Adventure Jogger wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single episode.